Welcome to The Drive with Josh Downs, a faith-based coaching podcast where I'll share weekly thoughts, principles, insights, and more, all designed to help you build a better self, to better love yourself, so that you can better become all you were meant to be. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another edition of The Drive Podcast. I'm Josh Downs, and today's episode is episode 525, The Courage to Act. My uh, oldest started a new job recently, and that's been on my mind quite a bit, and is where I wanted to start with this episode today. In fact, this is her first job, and so this is quite the transition for her and really for anyone of her age to make. Do you remember that transition where you began to move into the workforce for the first time? You found your first job, and all the things that were a part of that, the fear and the excitement and the the doubt, and, and hopefully at some point the confidence, it just... Is a very interesting time and can be a very difficult time, but I've been so proud of her for facing it, for making the best of it. However, as her first day approached, I did notice something, and that was that the closer that that first day came, the greater the fear seemed to be. In fact, the day before she was to start this new job, she really had a hard time thinking about anything else other than things like, well, what if I can't do it? Or what if I make a mistake? Or what if someone gets frustrated or mad at me? These were all the questions that were running through her mind on repeat over and over and over to the point where she kept saying, Dad, I don't want to do this. <laughs> and she would come up with excuse after excuse as to why she shouldn't. And there were some great excuses. Now, I've certainly been there before, as I'm sure each of you have been as well. In fact, for me, one of the more profound ones in my life was the night before I was to do my very first school assembly of several years ago in front of roughly 2,000 kids. In fact, I almost called and canceled it that night because I was in the fetal position for most of the night. I just almost became completely paralyzed by fear. Those same questions were swirling through my mind. Like my daughter, I thought of a thousand reasons why I should just quit thousand excuses why it wasn't going to work. Well, throughout this journey that I've been on, I seem to continually find reasons why I can't do something along with the excuses not to. But as someone once said, the courageous man finds a way and the ordinary man finds an excuse. Aristotle said that courage is the first human, uh, first of human qualities because it is the quality which guarantees the others. I've always loved that statement. Dale Carnegie said, inaction breeds doubt and fear, while action breeds confidence and courage. If you want to conquer fear, do not sit home and think about it. (laughs) Go out and get busy. Well, I've definitely played the role of the ordinary, uncourageous man multiple times in my life. So many, in fact, that I've lost count. It is so easy to find an excuse, isn't it? An excuse as to why not to get up early, uh, as early as we could. Or an excuse why to stay up too late. An excuse to not work out. An excuse to not eat healthy. An excuse why you're too busy to spend time with your kids. An excuse to not make time for those things that will strengthen your faith and your connection with God. It's easy to give in to fear. Excuses, to me, are more of an outward manifestation of that fear. When I lack the courage to act, I'm learning to recognize that it is coming from a place of fear and the fear that I will fail. I'm also learning that the best place to overcome that is by looking to my past or sometimes the past of others to identify times that either they or I have faced something hard 
or a time that I was afraid of and I came through it okay, or times where others have as well. I believe that David, in fact, in many ways found the courage to act and face Goliath from the courage that he found in facing both the lion and the bear that he did. If it wasn't for those two experiences, he may not have had the faith to face Goliath. Now, I know that each of you listening have opportunities to act on things in front of you that will also take courage and faith. And they will come with plenty of fear and excuses, I'm sure, as to why not to. Well, I wanted to share with you today four short stories that I came across in kind of researching this topic that ended up being very inspirational to me and that I really believe can help each of you listening to find the courage to act for yourselves in whatever it is that you're trying to do. And again, I know this because they've helped me. When I was younger, I used to believe that success and happiness happened a lot of the time because of just sheer luck, being in the right place at the right time. And I think many adults continue to, to believe that and feel that even today. But as I've grown older, I've come to learn and know that success is not a matter of luck, but it's a matter of having a clear goal and putting in the continuous effort towards that goal. Everyone aspires to be successful, but only a few really reach that point by doing what is necessary and finding the courage to act instead of finding an excuse to quit. I've learned that this is the main reason why most people do not succeed. The excuses that they tell themselves are what holds them back from having what they want most. Excuses like, I just don't have the time, or I don't have the money, or I don't have the talent or opportunities. I have learned that successful people don't make excuses for their inaction or when action goes wrong. Instead, they make things happen regardless of the situation or circumstance that they find themselves in. And so today I want you to listen to these four, four short stories and think about the things that you've been trying to do and maybe that you've been struggling to find the courage to act on. And I want you to use these stories today as motivation to help you find that courage to act instead of an excuse to quit or to not do something. The first of these stories is about a man named Kevin Sistrom, who is the co-founder of Instagram. Now, some of you have probably used that app before. Well, I love the beginning story behind it that many of you probably don't know. I know that at least I didn't. Before it became Instagram, Kevin got an idea to just simply develop an app that allowed for location-based photo sharing. He wasn't a full-time programmer, even though he was first introduced to computer programming during his high school days. So he decided to learn to code at night after his work and also at other spare times that he ended up having. And through that, he began to build a very basic version of the app that at the time he called Bourbon. He began working on the feedback from his friends and, and fiance aggressively for eight weeks straight, tweaking code, refining the visual design, among other things. And this development of the app Bourbon led to the creation of what is known today as Instagram. When most young people his age were spending their time on social media and watching different web series on YouTube, Kevin, at the age of 25, invested his hours after work and at night and weekends to learn coding. And this quality separated Kevin from other youngsters and made him eventually a billionaire with the net worth today of more than $1.9 billion. Well, hopefully you can see the lesson from just such a simple story. 
It would have been very easy for Kevin to have made an excuse that he didn't have enough time to build an app and that he was already working for a company. But he didn't do that. Instead, he made use of the time that he had after work and weekends to bring his idea into reality. Where there's a will, there's time. Another great story is that of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Many of you know the uh, Australian, or Austrian rather, I'm sorry, American actor and businessman, former politician, and of course, professional bodybuilder. I've always loved Arnold for multiple movies, maybe Jingle All the Way at Christmas time the most. We love that movie. It's become a a tradition in our family to watch. Um, In fact, I remember my dad and brothers once going on a little fishing trip to Sun Valley, Idaho, and we went to a little breakfast joint early one morning. And while we were sitting there at a table waiting to have our order taken, I remember hearing a very distinct voice tell his waiter, no sugar <laughs> when it came to what he wanted in his coffee. Turned around and sure enough, there was Arnold sitting there at the table having breakfast. Anyway, I've always loved him in, in his different movies. Very unique person and personality. Well, when you read the story behind the struggles that was involved in Arnold's early life, then you really come to realize that Arnold is is not only physically stronger than most people, but also incredibly mentally strong and determined. And he really can be a great inspiration for those of us looking for the courage to act. Arnold's life's purpose was very clear. At a young age, he decided to become the greatest bodybuilder ever. And so, of course, he's well known for his work ethic. He only sleeps for about six hours, and for the remaining 18 Certainly at the time, he worked extremely hard towards his goal. He did his workout for about five hours a day. And and then at the time, he was also working at a construction site because in those days, there was really no money in bodybuilding. He was also attending business courses at the university that he was at. And then from 8 p.m. to 12 a.m., he used that time to attend acting classes. When most people, again, his age were partying and dating and all those kinds of fun things, Arnold was out there working hard to attain his goal. And because of this, he has had success in many different areas like bodybuilding, acting, business, and of course, politics. At the early stages, Arnold had nothing but only a clear vision. He had very little money, no support from his father, no trainer to train him. So he supported himself, and it would have been very easy for him to make excuses that he didn't have anything to achieve his goal, but instead he worked really hard every day at it. So even if you have nothing but a clear vision, but are at least committed to doing the work by investing your time to develop yourself, then you can find the same success as he did. Where there's a will, there is strength and there is support. Another great story is that of Mary Calm, an amateur boxer. Mary Calm was born in a poor family in Manipur, India, and being the eldest, Mary helped her parents work in the fields, cutting wood, making charcoal, and fishing. Mary Calm was interested in sports ever since she was little, and she began boxing in 2000, but she tried to hide her interest in boxing from her family, especially from her father, because her father was concerned that boxing would hurt Calm's face, and spoil her chances of marriage. (laughs) But later, he came to know all about her passion for boxing, and so he began to support her. Mary Calm continuously won gold medals in all the international and Asian boxing championships from about 2001 to 2005. And then in 2005, she got married, but it did not stop her in achieving more gold medals. 
She won three more gold medals in the Asian and World Women Championships, respectively. And then in 2007, Mary Calm gave birth to twin boys. And everyone thought that this would be the end of her boxing career because now she had to take care of children. But she came back from a two-year maternity break to clinch her fourth boxing gold in world championships. And everything was fine until Mary's family came to learn about a problem in one of her son's hearts. She consulted the doctors and decided to have the procedure done for her son. Mary had learned up to this point about the uncertainty in life, and that uncertainty is a part of life, and that it just can't be avoided, but that the best way to deal with it is to live without the accompanying worry and fear and to keep moving forward. Ironically, many of the things that she had pushed through and overcome in the past now helped her to have the courage to face what she was going through and would continue to go through in the future. The love that she had for her son gave her the courage to participate in another Asian Cup women's boxing tournament in China, and this courageous mindset won her the gold yet once again against the Asian champion Kim Moyong Sim. The lesson to learn from this one? Well, there are many instances where Mary Kam would have and could have come up with excuses like, well, my father's not interested in boxing, so I can't pursue it. Or I have to take care of my children, so I cannot continue the sport that I love. Or my son is hospitalized, so there's just no way I would have the time or ability to participate in another championship. But she didn't come up with those excuses. She didn't allow those to keep her from what she wanted to achieve and accomplish and still found a way to do the things that she needed to and the things she wanted to. She didn't allow anyone or any difficulties to stop her from achieving her goal. She instead used them as motivation to be better and to do more. Where there's a will, there's courage. And the last story is that of Muniba Mazari, who's an artist, activist, motivational speaker, singer, and even a model. Muniba Mazari is a Pakistani woman who was left paralyzed from the hip down after surviving a tragic car accident at the age of 21. Her backbone was basically crushed and she sustained multiple fractures in her, her arm, her shoulder and ribs, and even her collarbone. Doctors told her that she would be unable to walk, to paint, or even to give birth. And this left her completely devastated, as you can imagine. Adding to this, Muniba's husband divorced her and left her alone because of her disability. Now, 21 is the age when every girl, every person for that matter, is beginning to step into their dream life. But for her, all of her dreams were shattered at the age of 21. All of these uncertainties, however, did not stop her from moving forward. Somehow, she found the courage to act. She expressed her feelings through beautiful paintings. She managed the Facebook page of a Pakistani musician named Ari Bazar for a monthly salary to help her. And she also started to work in various schools preaching. Her journey did not stop with this because she then became the brand ambassador of a company called Pons. She was also chosen by international hairdressing salon Tony and Guy to become the first ever wheelchair-bound model in Asia. Muniba has participated as a motivational speaker on various talk shows and also conducted TV programs and events and speeches to promote and support various social issues. And then in 2019, Muniba was appointed by the current Prime Minister of Pakistan to be a part of Pakistan's first ever National Youth Council. Boy, one could ask, was there anything that she didn't do or did not achieve? She really 
achieved everything that she set out to do in her life. This Iron Lady of Pakistan, as she's known, is the greatest inspiration for so many people today. The lesson from her story? Well, she lost everything. Uh, a normal life, uh, the married life that she'd had, the, the capability to give birth, the, the future that she hoped to have, all due to an accident that she didn't have control over. But she didn't blame the situation or the bad timing. She realized that nothing was going to change by blaming the situation or others, so she changed herself to adapt to the situation. Her story reminds me to not get caught blaming others or the bad times in my life because maybe things aren't going the way that I want them to, and to instead turn them and that adversity into an opportunity that when life throws stones at you, to pick them up and use them to build the strongest foundation that you can. A foundation that no one can ever destroy. Where there's a will, there's a way. President uh, Gordon B. Hinckley, leader of my faith, once said that one of the greatest tragedies we witness almost daily is the tragedy of men of high aim and low achievement. Their motives are noble, their proclaimed ambition is praiseworthy, and their capacity is great, but their discipline is weak. They succumb to indolence. Appetite robs them of will. And that is something that I don't want for myself. And I don't want for any of you as well. And I know that those four stories I shared, as well as any that you can draw on from your past or those that you have in your own life, can help you to find the courage to face whatever challenges or obstacles or excuses are in your way of being able to achieve and to accomplish whatever it is that you want to achieve and accomplish. H. David Burton, another leader in my faith, taught that one of the most courageous things that we can do in choosing the courage to act is to hearken to the, the Lord's voice in our lives. Because God wants us to be successful and knows exactly what we need to do to be successful. He can help calm our, our fears and tame our excuses as we come to believe in Him and that with God all things are possible. But it requires us to get out of our own way and to trust Him, to listen to Him, and to follow Him. And that is a lot easier said than done. H. David Burton also taught that perhaps the greatest obstacle to our ability to hearken courageously to the Word of the Lord involves our egos, our vain ambitions, and pride. It seems that the proud find it burdensome to hear and accept the instruction of God. <laughs> We're told in Proverbs that pride goeth before destruction. That the proud are more anxious about man's judgment than they are of God's judgment. That is the fear we need to most overcome. The fear of what others think more than what God thinks. That's the kind of pride that will keep us from becoming all that God knows and can help us to become. You may be familiar with the story about a ship's captain who had a problem with his pride. I've always loved this story, where one night at sea, the captain saw what looked like the light of another ship heading toward him. He had his signalman blink to the other ship to change your course 10 degrees south. The reply came back, change your course 10 degrees north. <laughs> the ship's captain answered, I'm a captain, change your course south. To which the reply came, well... I am a seaman first class. Change your course north. This so infuriated the captain that he signaled back, I say, change your course south. I am on a battleship. To which the reply came back, And I say, change your course north. 
I am a lighthouse. <laughs> H. David Burton taught that like that captain, if we fail to modify our course and purge ourselves of pride when needed, that we may find ourselves shipwrecked upon the shoals of life, unable to courageously hearken or act to the beckonings of the Savior to come unto me. Whatever you do is up to you. Each of us can find the courage to act and the courage to listen to the directions that God will give us to find the success that we want in our lives. That is the power that is in each of us. And that is in each of you listening today. Never allow your doubts to rob you of your potential. Don't let fear stand in the way of your success. Don't allow excuses to keep you from acting. Set your goals, set your intentions, and then find the courage to act and push through the fear and excuses that stand in your way. Ask for God's guidance and listen for His counsel. He will give it to you in quiet ways, through quiet thoughts and feelings, and sometimes even in the advice and counsel of others around you. I've always liked what Edgar A. Guest said in a few lines of his poem entitled, Equipment. When he said, two arms, two hands, two legs, two eyes, and a brain to use if you would be wise. With this equipment they all began, so start for the top and say, I can. You are the handicap you must face. You are the one who must choose your place. You must say where you want to go, how much you will study the truth to know. God has equipped you for life, but He lets you decide what you want to be. Courage must come from the soul within. The man must furnish the will to win. So figure it out for yourself, my lad. You were born with all the great have had. With your equipment they all began. Get hold of yourself and say, I can. Well, thanks for listening, you guys. I'm happy to report that Brooklyn pushed through that fear and those excuses and found the courage to act and to show up on that first day and to face her new job with faith and is having a wonderful experience. And as many of you know, I somehow found the courage to act in facing my first assembly and have continued to have amazing experiences with other kids ever since. In those days that you feel that you can't and seem to easily find excuses to justify that thought, remember these examples and stories from today and reflect on your own experiences and times where you chose the courage to act over the excuses to quit and then recognize and see all that came from them and then do it again i know that you that me that my daughters and anyone that finds the courage to act will also find the will to win and where there's a will there is time there is strength and support and there is courage and there is a way as always if i can be of any help or support in coaching you and coaching your kids or in any speaking or training opportunities for your company and employees, then please reach out to me and let me know. You can contact me and find more information about me and what I do at my website at joshdowns.com. Again, thank you for listening. I hope you have a great day and a great week as you find the courage to act. Until next time, I'm Josh Downs, and you've been listening to The Drive.